everyone. Welcome to Yolanda Yvette Speaks. It is me, Yolanda Yvette, public speaker, public speaking coach, author, and your podcast host. As y'all know, I'm about to give y'all a little housekeeping. So if y'all want to be on this show or you have any questions for me, feel free to email me at Speaks at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Facebook or Instagram at the same name, Yolanda Yvette Speaks. That is Y-O-L-A-N-D-A-Y-V-E-T-T-E-S-P-E-A-K-S. All right, so now that that's out the way, let me tell you about our fantastic guest today. Her name is Clarice E. Minor. Um, Her story is not like most other financial influencers. Uh, She grew up in a single-parent home where financial education was limited to give your tithes, offering, get a job, pay your bills, so you can take care of yourself. We've we've heard that um, time and time again growing up in certain communities, right? So when she found out it was more to financial independency, she seeked out the Lord for direction. She started as a single mom living paycheck to paycheck and couldn't understand why when she saw that she was wasting money on, um, she made a complete turnaround and was able to save thousands within months. Now she's married and helping men and women internationally, speaking and coaching. She is the author of Breaking Chains series. Um, the Breaking Chain series is what I am excited to hear about today um, and for her to tell you guys about. Clarice has been on platforms like the 2019 Women in Ministry Conference with Pastor Monica Haskell. As a workshop presenter, she has been teaching financial workshops at the Sunday Breakfast Mission in Williamton, Williamton Delaware since 2017. Um, she has also been interviewed by Dr. Marcy T. Bryant on her national show, Power Up for Success, and a host of other podcasts. So we're going to talk uh, to Clarice, and I'm excited. So welcome to Yolanda Event Speaks, Clarice Minor. Hi, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time you guys are listening to the podcast. How you guys, how you doing today, Yolanda? I am doing well. I'm excited to to talk to you. You have done some big things and um, being able to, your story is um, maybe familiar to a lot of people because they've walked the same, the same path a little bit of, listen, we're going to go to church, we're going to pay your tithes, we're going to pay your offerings and everything's going to be real because that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> don't right. ask no questions and, and here you go um, right. but you were realizing you came to that realization like if I'm doing all that how am I still just barely making it but um, you were able you had an awakening let's talk about that well my awakening was um, I was a, like I said I was a single mom and I always questioned even as a little girl I always questioned you know why is it that people who don't even believe in God can live a, a fruitful life, a prosperous life? But my mom, who I've seen, it, you know, loves the Lord. You know, she's consecrated her. She pays her tithes and offering, but she was still living paycheck to paycheck. So when I started, you know, um, my journey, I was a single mom. Um, it, I was living paycheck to paycheck. And... I was like, why is it that, you know, I'm still living paycheck to paycheck and I'm following all the principles that, you know, that you got to give, you know, give the press down, shake. I was doing all that. And I was still, it, I became frustrated because if it, if you said that, it, you know, all this abundance is supposed to come, why isn't it in my home? Why isn't it? 
why don't I see it? And I see everybody else, and especially people who don't even trust, know you is prospering. So he showed me that, you know, first of all, it's, you know, it's a, a faith issue. It's a mm-hmm. trust issue. Uh, many of his people don't trust him the way that he he wants to, us to trust him. Um, and when I say that, I mean by in the instance where instead of uh, we, we look at other people and we see their, their prosperity, they get the nice jobs and houses and things like that, but um, we're not looking unto him completely to see what he wants. So... Like I said, my start of my journey, I was living paycheck to paycheck, and I saw that I was, um, you know, a, a, a spender. I, my son and I, we love to eat out. To this day, we still like to eat out. <laughs> and I saw that I was wasting so much money on eating takeout. And I'll, I'll tell you how much. I was spending over $400 monthly on a around a $30,000 a year income. So $400 a month, y'all know that that's crazy that mm-hmm. um, that kind of expense so um, when I saw how much I was I was wasting I stopped doing it cold turkey and um, and I actually showed me how to be a better steward of my, my money so when I stopped doing that I was able to save of course over $100 a month and I was able to you know save invest and show my son how to do the same thing um, and I, I spoke a little bit about you know a trust issue um one day I was um, talking to a, a, a uh, potential client and she was, you know, she gave me the tears and everything about how she just wants to be financially free, how she wants to be out of debt. And she, you know, had all the tears and everything. But when it was time to start the program, she decided that she was going to wait because she was going on vacation. And that at that moment, God showed me, he said, look, my people are more concerned about the things of this world than they are of the things of my kingdom. When he says that seek me first, the kingdom of God and my righteousness and all those other things will be added. So that, that just let me know, like, hey, this is really what God wants me to do. He wants me to help his people, you know, see that... I have a system, I have a process, you can have prosperity, but I want you to have it my way, because my way is not the world's way, my thoughts are not your thoughts, so mm. every way that I do it for you, it's not going to look like what they do, what, what the world has, and how the world is going to do it, you know what I'm saying, so that's the, uh, I hope I answered your question, because I just rambled <laughs> on it, <laughs> I just love the Lord, and I love talking about about this stuff there's no there's no shame in that so we're going to talk about the whole financial aspect of it right um when you're going with your clients because you have to get them to understand or they usually want financial freedom and they don't know how to get it so what is financial freedom um in the clarice minor definition what's what's what is that Financial freedom. Well, if you look it up in the, in if you Google it, financial freedom is the ability to be able to buy everything that you want and have the buying power that you you desire, right? Mm-hmm. But my definition of financial freedom is to having the total dependency on God and His process and His strategies on how we can be financially free. So, you know, God, when we become saved, we are free, right? We're free mm-hmm. from our sins and our flesh so um that's what financial freedom is to me and that is what what i help and i, and I coach and i teach men and women of god at the point how they can be financially free 
so, so that includes okay, go ahead. stuff like I'm sorry. Oh. That includes stuff like you managing, you know, God says to be good stewards over what he has blessed us with, right? So that includes management, that includes, you know, investing. You know, if you go to the parable about the three stewards, he he welcomed, he was excited about the, the ones that invested their 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 talents, which means in Greek, um, money that the money into the marketplace so he was excited that they did something and he cast the one that didn't do anything with a small amount he cast him out and gave his his blessing his his trusted talent to the one that had more so it's about that it's about giving i teach i'm teaching a course about giving what god says about giving and how we can be cheerful givers and how to overcome you know the obstacles that come our way when you know things aren't looking the way that we want it to go what is god saying you know and helping them you know just overcome those kind of mental and mindset obstacles so that they can be you know dependent on god and be um honestly just be, live at peace with um with life and finances Okay, so when it comes to the the financial aspect of being free, uh, what are the what what are three things that you can give us in order to that people need to be financially free? If you give us three things, three things. One would be, you know, because Financial Bondage Broken is a faith based organization. It's all about faith, uh, his biblical scripture. So three things that. Three, three scriptures I would give that we, we have to apply to our lives. So Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, right? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. So I'm going to separate it. Three, Proverbs 3, five, 3 and 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on, on your own understanding. So the word trust is very, very important, right? Mm-hmm. So when we are giving our tithes and offering or we just, you know, being a cheerful giver, you know, if God says that I want you to give, um, you know, uh, $33,000 to this um, this uh, organization that is faith-based, don't don't look at it as, and you that's all you have, right? You don't have that much more than what he's telling you to give. Don't look at it as, you know, uh, I don't have it, right? If God has instructed you or the Holy Spirit has inspired you to give that amount and give that amount look at it as okay god is going to increase this because hey i'm trusting in him this is what he wants me to do so trust in the lord with all your heart so that's with everything you know Mm -hmm. that's with everything every every aspect of our life so trust in the lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding we don't know what god is going to do down the road right so in Proverbs 3 and 6 is that acknowledge him in all your ways so when we're doing our we're keeping our budget so that's very important keeping your budget is important that helps us be a good steward right because it's making a plan so acknowledge him in all your ways ask him show ask him to show you how you know what you what he, he wants you to invest in show ask him to show you how what you what he wants you to um you know what you we want you to buy Wait, listen i even the all the way down to um grocery shopping right i i asked god to show me where he wants me to go to even grocery shop and he'll just direct you he'll he'll um allow your he'll direct your footsteps you know what i'm saying because that's scripture as well 
So those are two things. And the last thing is make a plan, keep a budget. I spoke about that a little bit earlier, but keep a budget because that gives you a plan. I meet so many people who say, I don't like to plan because God has you know, the final say, so there's no reason for me to plan. But God wants us to plan. When you read in Habakkuk 2 and 2, he says to write down the vision. The writing down the vision is creating a plan, right? So when you make that plan, he'll, you know, you are telling him, okay, God, this is what I want you to do. But when I say, uh, when he says to trust me, that's giving him the 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 permission. He's gonna have, he's gonna do whatever he wants to do anyway. But that's giving him the permission in your heart, saying that, okay, God, this is where what I want to do. This is what my plan is. But I am, my heart is open to you making a change or changing my plan or altering my plan so that it fits you your will it's, it's going according to what you want me to do so those are the three things that i would say trust the lord acknowledge him and keep the plan write a plan so that you know you want to always be in god's will when we are acknowledging and accepting his will 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 always get the glory and you'll have freedom because you trust in god more and more so we need to get up get out of our own way and it's not about Get out self. Of your own it's way. not. A, it's yes. not about self, right? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not about self at all. We always say this is, you know, this is my money. Yes, this is yours, right? Because God gave it to you. If you read it in uh, Proverbs three and nine, He said, uh, "Your first fruits of your wealth." Right? That means He gave it to you. But He wants you. He gave you that to to not to benefit you in your own lifestyle the way that you want to live but to to benefit the kingdom of god you know it's all about the kingdom of god he created us to serve him so serve him with our wealth serve him with our first fruits serve him with our hearts you know when it's about our heart and how much we love him and how much we want to be a a a interested part of the kingdom then it, it becomes easier you know, and then and, and, and we're able to thank him for everything. You know, it's just it's all, it's all about our heart. Get out of your own way. Get out of his way. And, right. and God will just, you know, God will just just open up doors and opportunities that you would never even think of, you know. So it's, it's funny because I remember having this conversation. I'm so I'm glad you said Proverbs 3 and 9 because I've, I've had conversations with people before. And even myself, because I've been there where it's like, why am I giving 10%? Um, didn't they sacrifice lambs or, and, or whatever, you know, livestock? So why do I have to give 10% of my money? You know, so can you speak on that part for me? Yes. Giving 10%, if you, giving 10% was what the, the Israelites were required to do the, the, um, because of the law, right? Mm-hmm. The law was you give your tithes and offerings. We'll read that in Deuteronomy 14. Your, bring all your, your first fruits to the priest and they will offer it up to God, right? Mm-hmm. But if you read in somewhere in 1 Corinthians, right, he said Paul was telling the Corinthian church that we can, if we are being directed by the Holy Spirit, and I say if, meaning that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be walking in the spirit, right? We ought to have the Holy Spirit direct on how much we have to give. He wants us to give. So, um, 
and it's and it's about our heart, right? It's always about our heart. It's always about what we want us wanted to be in his will. So give of your first fruit, right? Give of your first fruit, your first increase. I'm getting a little tongue-tied here, and I don't even know how I want to break this down. 10% is, we should look at 10% as a base. If we don't know what we want to give, right? If we don't know, if we're not sure what the Holy Spirit is leading us to give, then you give that 10%. However, if God, if the Holy Spirit is saying, hey, I want you to pay off your debt because I don't want you to owe anybody. Mm-hmm. And all, and it's going to, if you give that 10% uh, of ties, right? it's going to it's going to hurt you you're not going to be able to pay off your debt right so god may say pay off your all your debts don't give don't give that much this is how much i want you to give i want you to give me twenty dollars give that twenty dollars because we're being directed by the holy spirit you know we have the israelites didn't have uh, the holy spirit because jesus christ didn't come yet right so if Jesus Christ didn't come yet, they could be directed by the Holy Spirit. So we have the Holy Spirit. So they had to follow the law, right? That was what was going to get them where God wanted them to be. But we have the Holy Spirit, so we we should be directed by the law. So we trust in the Lord with all our heart, lean not on our own understanding. That means that even with our giving, we're trusting Him with what He wants us to give. Okay, now what? we we about to okay real quick. So when it comes to we kind of off subject, but whatever we here. So when it comes to the ten percent, do you have to always give it to a church? The body. Well, with the ten percent, he in, in Malachi three and six and in, in, in three six through eleven, he's talking about the temple, right? We give it to the temple because guess what? The church needs needs to be taken care of right the church needs to pay their electric the church needs it is our responsibility to take care of where we worship right Mm -hmm. so if the church has all these things that they got to take care of then why would you give it to the church why would you just give it why would you give it to somebody that's to an organization that is not of the kingdom of god Everything that we do, all of our, our increase that we give, God is expecting us to build up the kingdom, right? The church is a part of the kingdom. That's where we go to worship. That's where we go to praise the Lord. That's where we go to get our teaching, right? So, yes, give to the church, you know, but also give to an- another ministry like Yvette Speaks, kingdom building, a, a kingdom organization. Mm-hmm. Donate so, to would that be the, the offering side? That would be an offer. That would be a gift. That would be an offering. <laughs> yes, it would be an okay. offering. It would be a gift. You know, God wants us to do His work. He said to seek Me first, the kingdom of God and His righteousness. So the kingdom, we should, we are to build the kingdom. We should, we are to be working for the kingdom, right? Okay, so see, to to I, I told you to we didn't to got the off church. subject. Give <laughs> <laughs> to the church. I'm, we don't have we don't have Bible study. <laughs> I know that this is this is a, a against the norm. Like I 
put posts on social media all the time. I'm giving my t- my tithe and offering, and then I'll get like a hundred thousand. It might be my most popular post uh, with comments. I'll, I'm not giving tithes and offering because I shouldn't have to take care of the church. The church should be taken care of. Blah blah blah. Like. What is our job like what are we supposed to do see money is we should be looking at money as a tool to obtain the things that we that to live here on this earth right our source comes from the lord so if we are if our source is coming from him why are we why is the believer why is the people men and women of god so consumed with um with money 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 you know, if we if we're looking unto God as our source, money wouldn't be a huge issue. Yes, we got to be good stewards of it. We can't be just putting it in anywhere. We can't just be uh, depositing money into soil that's not fruitful or that's not it's not good soil. Because you read in the Word that what happens when you plant something in bad soil, it doesn't grow, right? Right. So why is it that we are so consumed with? I'm not going to put my money here because it's not going to go here. But if God is saying, this is what I want you to do. Bring all the tithes and offering to the storehouse, which is the church. Bring all the tithes and offering to the storehouse so that there will be meat in my house. Meaning so that there will be, my house will be taken care of. And then there's a promise. I will open the windows of heaven, pour out blessings. You won't have enough room to receive. Right? If we are, he says in, in, Proverbs 3 and 9, if we said he says to bring the first fruits, right? Bring the first fruits. And then what did he say that he will do? I will um, make your barns overflow. You know, every every time we give, there's a promise behind us giving. Given it shall be given unto you. What's the promise? Breath pressed down, shaken together, and run them over. And I will have men give unto your bosom. Right? So every time that there's a something he wants us to do, there's a promise behind it. But how can we have access to those promises if we don't do what we don't want to do the first thing? It's a struggle to do the first thing. Mm-hmm. Right? So I want I want God's promises. I don't know about everybody else, but I want God's promises. And I know that God doesn't lie. So if he said that, if I'm gonna get if I want if if I tell you to give and I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna give. <laughs> right and I'm gonna let him lead me so that I can be in line to get what he wants me to give and I don't want to look at it as you know if I get this place and I'm and I'm thinking that it's not good ground but God is saying that it is good ground because we don't know what's going on in the spirit you know we don't know who who he is saying but we also want to say you know it's, it's we also we just want to be aligned with everything with God you know all right i'm with you so listen let's let's talk about uh financially bonded broken so what sets y'all apart from other other financial firms what sets us apart is that right now we we plan to be global like we want to be that one-stop place for all your financial needs so right now we just have budget and credit repair so with budget and credit repair we want we want all of our clients to leave educated knowing what to do and they can do it on their own so once they leave our program they can take everything that they've learned and run with it Mm -hmm. right so with our budgeting we want to show you how to do it 
and after our four, it's our restore program is only four weeks long. So within that four weeks, you're going to be able to budget, plan, and invest. So by the time it's over, you're going to be able to do that, and you're going to be able to continue to do that, and then teach the next generation. We're all about generational stuff, right? We want to show you with our credit, you know, with our budget and credit program that's combined. We're not going to do it all for you because we feel as though we you don't learn that way. Right, so we wanted you to be able to everything that we teach you about budgeting and then about restoring your credit. We want you, we don't want to stay with you for three, four, five years, you know, and you got to come back to us. I'm so tired of I started financial bondage broken because I was tired of it being hard for men and women to get out of debt and stay out of debt, right. stay out of debt when I say stay out of debt they don't have to go back and hire another credit repair company Mm -hmm. or or file bankruptcy because they didn't get it right we want to change the way you think about it we want to change the way you think about money so that you can make better choices and better decisions about finances so that's what makes us stand out we don't we don't want you to come back we want you to refer people so that we can change we want to change the world not just the right now we want to change the world right now and in the future and for generations right because i was going to ask you like how did you get into the the financial industry period but it's it comes from a place of you want people to be better right and you want to teach them and break the cycle break the curse and break you know and for they can teach um what they didn't know because sometimes you just don't know you know because you were a product of your environment and you're like hey i can show you i can teach you better and then take what i taught you and teach someone else is that right. pretty much okay yes yeah. yes and i, and I want to take it for generations yeah and, and the thing about it is like you've been there you've been where most people have been um and so you're you're your own story and you can talk from a place of i've been where you are um and this is where where I've came from, this is where I am, this is where I see myself going. And I want to help you get there too. Right. Exactly. Listen, um, Clarice, Clarice done gave us a Bible study. She done gave us a word. <laughs> she done gave us Sunday school. She done gave I us Sunday service. So if, y'all, <laughs> so if y'all missed church this week in some, some form of fashion, y'all done got it today. Y'all done got scriptural. So, <laughs> y'all don't love with a word from Clarice uh, today, but I just really want to thank Clarice for being here um, today. I'm going to give you the floor and allow you to tell people what, if you have anything coming up, how they can get in contact with you, um, about your Facebook group, um, all of it. So the floor is yours. So well, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, my handles are Ben Bond. That's spelled F-I-N-B-O-N-D-B-R-O-K-E. So I just abbreviated our whole page, um, Financial Bondage Broken. Our website is financialbondagebroken.com. Um, go to the website. Check us, check us out. We got a, um, a challenge, a, a, a community of men and women around the world. Well, hopefully it'll become so big it'll be around the world. So um, on, on Facebook, it's called Take Control because it's all about taking control of your finances. We got retired, retired uh, people who have, have retired early that can give you some information and some, and some tips. You know, it's just a community of people helping.
challenge. Um, and in that group, we'll have, we have monthly challenges so that you can take action with what you're teaching. Um, we have um, support from, you'll get the support from other people. Um, we have programs. Uh, right now, we are only offering um, budgeting and credit repair, credit restoration. So, like I said, I, I teach you how to do it so that you can do it on your own after you leave me. Mm-hmm. So, soon we are looking forward to um, including tax preparation services. We're looking forward to invest, helping people invest uh, with an investment company and we're looking forward to getting into real estate. So we want to do all those things within the next five to ten years. So when I said that, we want you to be, we want to be your one-stop shop place for finances, business, and um, investing in ownership. We mean it. Um, so, like I said, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram and YouTube. You go to our, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and you will get all the um, all the content and the videos. So, um, I'm also an author. Um, I wrote a book. We have Volume One out, and we're looking forward to bringing out Volume Two next year. Uh, volume One is called Breaking Chains of Financial Bondage: Steps to Generational Wealth. So it's eight steps to get creating generational wealth. So we're talking about tithing offering. We're talking about uh, investing. We talk about credit. We talk about great, we talk about all those things, insurance, all those great things. And Volume Two is going to be for those people who want to be entrepreneurs. Um, uh, so I'm going to be and that book is going to be I don't know how many steps it's going to be it's going to be several steps for you to secure and trust the Lord with your business and how you can protect your business so um, I'm excited about everything and I'm excited about the Lord and I'm excited that Yolanda allowed me to uh, be on her show today um, it was such a great honor to uh, be a part of her, her her platform and I thank you so much Yolanda for this opportunity Oh, you are so very welcome. Thank you. Thank you um, for being up here and taking taking the time to share your knowledge and wisdom with us. Um, I am going to put all the details uh, of all the links and stuff. It will be in the details of the podcast. You can just go there and click and read and see. Also, before we get out of here, before I let you go, um, I want you to give us one tip that you can share with everyone today. Okay. Can I say one more thing? You, you sure can. That tip? One more thing. I'm doing, um, I'm a part of, my church is doing, um, is global and we're strictly uh, virtual. So I'm, I'm happy to be a participant of their, um, their uh, devotional series and everything. So it's called Disciples of Faith dot life disciples of faith dot life and if you click on go to their website you'll see a, a whole host of uh, men and women of God who are sharing their uh, devotional uh, tips uh, on how to increase your faith in your increase your faith with God so mods is called um, money money uh, money table talk God and money table talk <laughs> devotional and it, it's audio and um, literature on there so um, please feel free to go there and you you will be blessed by everything that you get on there. All right. Um, so my, my tip is um, always trust God. You know, um, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling um, stressed out, you know, if it, seek God, you know, take time out to listen to him. 
all right? Take a break. So take a couple of days off, take a day off so that you are all only, you are consecrating that time with him so that you can hear his voice. Um, and I say this because when we are overwhelmed and we're over overworked and we're tired, it is hard to hear him speak. So take time out. Don't allow yourself to be so overworked and so overwhelmed and so allowing life to just take over and allow God to take over for you. And I promise you, if you consecrate time out just for him, he will bless you and he will minister to you and he will give you directions and instruction. Woo! Listen again, if y'all miss church <laughs> this week, uh, y'all y'all are covered. Y'all covered because Clarice didn't gave it to y'all. She done poured it to y'all. She poured it to me and I appreciate it. Clarice, I, I can't thank you enough. Um, so again, y'all, this has been another episode of Yolanda Event Speaks. I love you all dearly, and you guys have a great day. Bye.